Hey, welcome to Love the Bomb, a podcast where we talk about performers' worst nightmares on stage bombing. I'm Luke Fagenbush. I'm Lauren Hutton, one of your other hosts. With us this week, it's Gabe Kia. Hey, I'm Gabe Kia. Thanks so much for having me, guys. It's yeah. been great. Do you remember what we talked about in this episode, Gabe? Oh, yeah, I remember. Why am I? I'm doing the intro, though. I'm not doing the outro. I just said, like, <laughs> thanks for having me. I'm like... I'm glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, this is the glad thing that we the did that in yeah. the past. <laughs> what did we talk about? I'll, you can cue me up again and I'll do it right. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, we don't do two takes. This oh, is all this going. is all live. All right. <laughs> okay, okay. This is better. No, run it back. This is Gabe Kia. Hey. This is Gabe Kia. It's glad Gabe to be Kia here. Gabe Kia talking comedy, talking shop, <laughs> and I reveal a lot at the end. Too much. Arguably too much, but the Patreon's definitely worth it. Uh, Patreon's worth it on this one. Do you remember our patrons? Uh, yep. I, it's Tori Fagenbush, my wife. What's up? Uh, my dad. Thanks, dad. Uh, Double D Diva. Still don't know who that Garrett is. Garrett Teitelbaum. Uh, Evan. Eric Beckmeyer? Evan Beckmeyer. Evan Beckmeyer. Evan Beckmeyer. So, we'll get it. We'll get it, buddy. <laughs> We'll, we'll edit that Lakes. part, Evan. Don't worry. Yes. <laughs> McGregor <laughs> Lakes, thank you. Uh, McGregor Lakes out of Lexington, Kentucky, right? And yeah. Cameron. Thank you so much, guys. Cameron uh, James. Yeah. Eric Cameron Newman. James. Did we say Eric Newman? Of course. He knows. He knows. Thanks, Danny. Uh, yeah, this is a great episode. Stick around for the Patreon. Um, we said Gretchen, right? And Gretchen Schultz. Gretchen yes. Schultz, too. Yeah. Hey, Gretchen. Yeah. doodles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm just gonna. No. Oh, do, you do you have, have socials? We may do this intro again. But do you have socials? Or it's not Gabe Kia K I A. It's K E A, not K I A. You'll be fine. You'll yeah. find me. Google them K E A. You just named all those people that are friends with me on social media. So. <laughs> Except for Luke's dad, who's gonna be like, "There's no money in comedy. You need to get out." Yeah. If, if I'm suddenly made to quit comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Well, thanks for listening. Can you guys hear me? I, I hear can. you so good. Yeah. We've, we've worked real hard on mic etiquette and getting this room to sound nice. That empty cardboard box is on purpose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything is Not by from design. the garage sale. No, <laughs> it's definitely not from the garage sale that we were breaking our backs over all day yesterday at yeah. all or anything. <laughs> yeah, and then it got drizzled out today. So oh, I th- we made enough to cover our expenses, but I woke up not feeling like wanting to yard sale at all. Wait, there were yard sale expenses? What were our expenses? We had overhead, Gabe. I had no uh, idea. Advertising? Did you have to put an stickers, ad in something? Stickers? Um, oh, yeah. There were pricing stickers, just the stickers, posters that were being made. Manual labor was the main thing. Oh, yeah. We did hire Time, those four guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, manual labor. Yeah, yeah. I, I brought in all of my imaginary friends to help. <laughs> They're I can't lift more than but it's worth it. <laughs> ten pounds, so wait that's yeah. your restriction? You. Yeah. I meant to ask all day yesterday. I was like, what are your restrictions again? Yeah, but yeah. that seemed rude while I was carrying a couch. <laughs> well, I want to um, hear about your restraint. What are your restrict how are you feeling? Um, what are your restrictions after? Just surgery? drink water, uh, don't lift more than ten pounds. Pretty much it. Sleep eighteen hours a day. Yes. <laughs> you're, you're like make you're one up. You're yeah. like, I like this idea. I just come home from the hospital and it's like, I you Got have to work one. my arms and legs for me. Like I'm Bernie. <laughs> yeah. 
So is that ten pound restriction for forever? Is that just no? Know? It's uh. You like should definitely two more say weeks. it is. No, nope. yeah. just keep, just let that one ride, dog. <laughs> I just can never lift more. Than I will 10 help you keep this bit alive. <laughs> you just keep it alive with each individual person that you're around. You're like, when I'm around Lauren, I can't lift more than ten pounds because <laughs> right, I got to yeah. keep this going. Sniper shot of a bit <laughs> in front of the bowling team. Though I'm good. Yeah, the bowling team. Uh, I guess I can't bowl for another two weeks. Oh, that's like a nine pound bowl. You can't play hockey anymore <laughs> either. Uh, you could probably no. You probably shouldn't play hockey. No, well, I would. I would argue that. <laughs> really, though, contact sports is like not as good an idea because I've only got the one kidney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like that's a forever thing. Yeah, and I was like, no problem. <laughs> I have an excuse. But with, now. I, with ice hockey and where I play, it's there's not a lot of contact in it. It's it's non check league, and there's not really if you don't want to. Yeah, you, oh. there's not. It's not super physical. I don't so. think that's what was stopping me though. So yeah. <laughs> the lack of physicality. I like a tough league. I know you were worried fighting. about the kidney, but you can still walk on. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're skating on. <laughs> What's the difference between a check and a no check league? I don't know what that means. So no check league would be like there. There's when the person has the puck in a check league, which there isn't really such thing as a check league other than the pro, like professional leagues. Okay, because it would hurt people so badly <laughs> that they're like, I'm a doctor myself. Like this is, I got to go to my job tomorrow. It's like, it's the same thing. Like where equipment's really expensive with hockey. Someone slashes your stick, your stick's worth like a hundred dollars. So I you can be like, that. that's a hundred dollars, man. Like that's how I Seriously. trash talk. I'm like, that's what hundred dollars. I tell him again, <laughs> I'm like, you just tried to break a hundred dollars right in front of my face. Like, Why what are you, you doing? That, yeah. Wow. Oh God. I didn't realize hockey was expensive. That gave me chills. Yeah. I thought hockey so, was like more of a carefree, just do it in the street if you got a ball and a stick type of thing. It can't it can't be that. And uh hockey's for everyone. All right. That's the uh <laughs> that's, that's the message what, you want to That's the across. message that the league that's the league's like LGBTQ, like <laughs> that's their thing. They're like hockey is for everyone. Is it and, pretty much it's like Unless you can make enough money to cover the medical expenses, you're not allowed to like rough each other up as much. Yeah. As, uh, and and yeah. It, because of the insurance and when you sign up for leagues, they've got you got to sign off that you're not going to sue the league, that you're right. not going to, you know, all these sort of things. Like because there's risk involved when you're skating really fast, you can just slip, fall, injure yourself. I can imagine someone being like, I'm suing yeah. the ice for there, that. There's glades everywhere. Yeah. Someone's but, going down with me. <laughs> but there is liability. Like whenever it's like it's there is liability there. And there's obviously like rules with sometimes there's uh, like full helmet, full cage. Sometimes you can do a half ca half mask. Some leagues are like, no, you can't have any like you got to have a full cage. So on. what do you do? I have yeah. a full cage. Uh, Say to protect that moneymaker. For the longest time, I was playing without a cage, and I was like, I got hit in the cheek, like right below my eye, and I was thinking, what am I doing? Which yeah, is a stick? Or... It was a puck. It it, it oh. came and hit the stick and went straight up, and it's like so fast that you can't really react. Your natural reaction is just like look away, and that's where it glanced. That's why yeah. it glanced me. Would have taken out an eye otherwise. But yeah, it could have could have easily taken out an eye or teeth, or and then I still kept playing without a mask <laughs> or without a cage. After that, I was like. I just like the wind in my face. It was probably the dumbest reason. <laughs> then I thought about it for three months. Yeah, and then I, I was decided. like, wait a second. I can't afford a dentist. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe don't. Um, yeah, chips and teeth are surprisingly expensive to get yeah. fixed. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, I found che that Teeth out. are expensive in general. I, <laughs> I actually, if... if 
if you're a stand-up comedian and you're listening to this right now, I was like, I got some great advice some, from a club owner that was like, man, watch watch out for your teeth. He's like, you get doing this thing for, no one gives you health insurance around mm-hmm. here. He's right. like, he's a club owner. He's like, we're not giving you health insurance while you're here at our place. You know, yeah. we're just paying yeah. you the amount. But he's like, take care of your teeth. That's a very important. And I remember I hadn't been to the dentist in like 10 years and he's telling me this. And I'm like, I have not taken care of my teeth. <laughs> They're rotting so, out right now. Yeah. Now I go to the dentist regularly. I'm, I'm good with the teeth. Um, I actually, over the pandemic, I lost one of my teeth because it just like, it collapsed because there was a big cavity and it like just. I didn't know they could collapse. Like a yeah. star? It just implodes on itself? Well, That's terrifying. It does. It implodes and then all I would get stuff stuck. Every time I would eat, I would get something stuck in that space. So now we went in, we got, I had surgery. I had my wisdom tooth that I hadn't had taken out, taken out next to it and that tooth. And you just got everything done at once and fixed all Yeah. Fixed all the other stuff. And And um, now you're full cage. Now I'm full cage. (laughs) Got to protect that investment. None of that was also, it wasn't pucks. It was sugar in my coffee the whole time. (laughs) It comes in from the other angle and you're like, I thought it was going to be hockey the whole time. Nope. No, so much sugar in my coffee that that's what ruins my teeth. That's why it collapsed. I'm sugar rots enamel like real bad oh yeah it's real really real bad, bad. Yeah. and you want to i think you want to get your teeth removed and not um get them i don't know capped or whatever serviced they say. uh well service take them all out just get veneers it's fine yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know I've, what but I've someone told the... me there's like they're like if you get your uh if you get caps in your teeth that it can there's a netflix documentary that tells you that it will make you go crazy and i was like i don't want to see that documentary because <laughs> yeah, documentary it will drive me crazy, crazy. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a documentary with veneers don't they just like shave off your teeth so that they're really thin and then put the stuff on so it's like one of the more yeah, painful yeah i procedures. suggested the worst possible thing yeah. that that does sound but they're pretty. that would drive they're me crazy real pretty when it's done it's like yeah. chrome on your tires yeah, I don't want that in my mouth. Because that's where the chrome goes, is on the rubber of the tires. I shouldn't riff car stuff. <laughs> shouldn't. That's why your car's so loud. It's not the muffler. <laughs> it's yeah. the full metal tires you drive around on. Oh, shit. Fuel efficient. They're fuel efficient. Metal tires. They're probably not. Probably not, honestly. Don't break well. But I'm obsessed with my miles per gallon now that I have a car that tells me what oh, I oh yeah what I oh it do, gives you so. the average and stuff oh yeah my day my oh, daily average thank you then I can figure out what I'm doing that's causing what am I doing that's causing it to go really low what I'm doing to cause it go and what I found is that my car has like three different modes it's got normal eco and power mode and power modes like you can feel the gas pick up on that yeah. but if I leave it on power mode the whole time the the uh, miles per gallon is way much. It's much better. Well, yeah, you're burning it. I know. With all that power. With all that power. <laughs> I, I went on but a, now I need a new engine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I went it's because of the sugar, guys. It's because of the sugar I put. It up. rots everything. You shouldn't yep. put it everywhere. Engines. Don't put it in this. Don't put it in your gas tank. I went on a trip to Colorado and we rented a car and I annoyed my girlfriend at the time so badly because I would just keep it on that setting and watch how many miles per gallon I was getting Mm -hmm. and I would try and make it like climb and I got up to 30 and I was like, oh my God, look, it's 30. And she's like, will you shut up about the mileage? Yeah, the mile the miles per gallon is like the bidet of your car. It's like nobody wants to hear about it. We get it. You've got a clean butt. Everything's cool, but it's like so annoying. It's honestly uh, the same thing. 
We have an intruder. The same thing. We got an old pup right here. We. It's the same thing with old fashions. I'm really, and no one wants to hear about old fashions. They're so annoying. Too. This is the third time you brought it up since you got here. Oh, so big, I, you really are I'm thinking about it. them. I, mean, I am. <laughs> I'm thinking about Bordeaux, cher- like Luxardo cherries right oh, now. Those, sure. I went what? to the party source around there and they were like 30 bucks. 30 bucks for a jar like this bit, like yeah. a jar about that big. Is Why? $30. Why are they expensive? Because no. of marketing. Is it like where they're grown or? No, marketing demand. It's like things are all changed by what's popular at the time. Right now, bourbon is so popular. And I was trying to figure out what what is what what's made bourbon so popular and it's like a few different changes so like i uh, i saw this documentary on netflix no <laughs> no but this was Made part me go crazy for this bourbon. was part of a bourbon it was a bourbon uh, it was talking about a bourbon like caper or something or bourbon heist down at <laughs> buffalo trace a bunch of guys stole a bunch of bourbon but at the time it wasn't worth a lot of money and then there were some changes that happened from everything from anthony bourdain like saying like oh. you know this certain bourbon is really oh. good and getting Ooh. And then realizing, like, oh, my gosh, this bourbon culture has been going on in Kentucky for so long that these people are really into it. They're like, yeah. this one's got these barrels, and this one's 90 years old. And this, this one, one fell on my mammy. <laughs> this one killed my mammy. <laughs> That's it's got good. notches in it for each person. It took this barrel has been in the family for years. That'll knock you out. You. <laughs> knock mammy out. It'll knock you out, too. Uh, I heard that the like even the old bottles for the nicer bourbon yeah. will sell because people will just put shitty bourbon in it. Oh yeah, and then yeah, that's what they used to do with wine back. That's why when you're serving wine, if you're serving wine, you will take the cork out of the bottle and you'll place the cork in front of the person because back in the day they would just recork good bottles with bad like, and then you could tell you're like, wait, this cork doesn't have the name on the cork. Also, so yeah. they would use like a different cork. So now, like when you're presenting wine. As if you're a server or a waiter and you present like the cork in front of them, that's like an old school thing from like when people used to rebottle wine, which is what they'll do with bourbon now because bourbon's like the most popular. There, it was a lot of it was like Mad Men was like big into like they drank a lot of bourbon in that, Um, and then the Bourdain thing. But it used to be like 007, martinis, vodka. That was kind of the cool drink. Mm -hmm. But now it's changed to like being like an old fashioned, which is just like it's basically like alcohol it's just all alcohol and then like a little sweet stuff to it yeah it's like bourbon with sugar and- bourbon with sugar yeah sugar makes everything better sugar yeah except Not your teeth, teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring it all back this this episode is about sugar the sugar episode everybody oh god there yeah. there, there there's a netflix documentary about how sugar is just like cocaine and <laughs> i watched it it made me go crazy oh my I gosh i tried to i tried to quit sugar cold turkey do you know what that does to you oh it's it's awful it is awful yeah i think i think that's I'm... anything cold turkey's tough but sugar is one that you probably don't realize how much you're taking in that's the thing yeah it's literally in every single food yeah. In some sort of process. High glucose uh, corn syrup. Yeah, <laughs> Is it colored? Well, it's probably sweet. <laughs> I, think, I think my wife switching to diet soda caused me to be very anxious and angry for about four or five days and not know right? what was wrong with yeah. me. Because I just don't like diet and it cut out my soda intake entirely. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. happened when I, I moved in here because I was just like, oh, I've never like bought soda at the store for myself. I've always just drank what was in the house and now there's none in the house. I I'll drink soda. water and then I was all. Oh, so I hate these people. I fucking moved in with. <laughs> I had. Where's my, on my soda? Plate <laughs> They're like, man, what's the deal with Lauren and his soda? We he didn't, didn't know. Tell us to buy Mountain Dew, but I feel like that's what he needs. Your parents 
provided you an endless soda. no we had yeah we had like a fridge outside and we always had soda in the in the fridge and i have the same thing from my my daughter doesn't drink soda but i've got good. it out good yeah she shouldn't <laughs> i was like juice box for you juice box that's all you get. but uh but we've got so i've got soda out there like ready to go just in case like someone comes over and you're like you want a soda yeah. you want a soda right yeah so dumb I felt like I'm like it's good. No, it's not. It's not. How old is that two liter of Sprite that's in the fridge that we offered Jarrell last night? Um, I bought it for um, what was it? I think it might have been Halloween party. Punch. Are you for <laughs> real? <laughs> Sorry, Jarrell. No one ever asked for soda. Usually, it's like water, beer, or coffee for podcasting. He was yeah. like, "Can I get a soda?" And I was like, "I think we have something." <laughs> we opened. Uh, you opened it like that then? It was open at that time, or it's just been in there? And I think then you... it was in there for... It, it was made to use punch. A week or two. Uh, no, and... it was back up for punch. We opened it like two weeks later and then didn't open it again until uh, Jarrell came out. Yeah, then oh. it, it kind of can hold. It's funny. Um, I, I don't... He I asked hate... for more in the Patreon. That's all I want to say. <laughs> That's it can't good. be that bad. <laughs> well, I hate flat soda, but Abby loves flat soda. She, I didn't know people like that. Yeah, she's like, keep it in the fridge and just keep it there. I love, I love it, even when it's like flat. And I'm like, it's like a texture thing for folks. They just don't yeah. like the the weird carbonation. The bubbles, that it adds. yeah, yeah. I like to keep marshmallow peeps out, so there's a little candy shell around them. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a little hard, you hard. Like, you like slightly staled peeps? Yes, hard peeps. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a very strange stance. Uh, <laughs> oh, they should make those aged peeps. Uh, yeah, aged in in your same cellar. barrel that killed Mammy. Yeah, that, oh man, that would really that would they set took someone out grandpa. off. That would set off a grandpa. He'd be like, "They're aging peeps out. Oh, we used to have to do it ourselves." Oh God, whiskeyed peeps. They're they do like to take all sorts of foods and just com they take one food and shove it into everything else. Mm -hmm. It was cranberry juice for a oh, while. Yeah. Everything was in the cranberry juice. Now whiskey is getting added into everything. They'll do whatever with nerds. Have you seen that at the candy? Yeah, they're making rope yeah. out of it. Like, you can't go camping with a nerd's rope. Mm. What functionality does that actually have? Nerds would be, I've had a nerd edible before, but just individual, it was like, it was a thing wrapped in nerds. I was like, if each little nerd had a little edible in it, that would be like very hard to they're like figure out. Right? Yeah, they're 10 <laughs> milligrams each. You're like, oh, ah. I guess I'll sprinkle off a few of these yeah. and hope. Can I cut one in half? Can you help me cut this nerd in half? <laughs> or at least find the other one when it. Holy <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So the last time you were on was a phone call during lockdown, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah it was... So we've been, comedy has done some stuff since then. Oh, like, yeah. You're doing it in rooms now. Doing it again <laughs> with people, which yeah. is good. Which is always, I really, uh, I really did miss that aspect of it. There's like, there's good things that you can learn from zooming more and like being like you know people that are that can work like that but but being in the room is and i'd always say i i would even joke about it when i come back i'm like at least now when i bomb i like know i bomb yeah. because yeah. You, you have no idea like if something is good bad it's really hard to tell just you, reaction on the internet doing zoom stuff but hardly know if the audio is actually coming through like yeah yeah it's it's the if there's a reaction, it's delayed and it's coming in the form of an emoticon and a chat. Oh yeah, that happens. Uh, that it'll be like big laugh things or like 
like those oh, celebration yeah. things. It's yeah. like, oh, that's an emoji that means they're having fun, I when think. They did yeah, it I on Instagram know. and you'd see a bunch of hearts and you're like, I guess it's working. I guess I'll <laughs> keep that. <laughs> Have you gone back to do any web thing at all? Or mm, No, I did. I was doing some Zoom stuff even a little bit later, just like corp. Like I, I got in with a couple companies and did some corporate Zoom shows and then got other stuff from doing with that it was just like word spread from to just a few other companies but i enjoyed doing that but then once it got towards the end i was like telling the people that are booking and i was like let's just do you know when Can you're just around come? yeah just come? <laughs> like i'll go there it's, where it's, will you be i'll go to the offices they it's can so much their- cheaper for them too they can just pay you like you know they can pay you the amount they don't have to put you up bring you there bring all the people there mm. but like this yeah. thing that so i did one on friday that was uh that's a corporate event that was people from all different states, and they're all in Indiana, Elizabeth, Indiana. It's a small town right outside of Louisville where there's a casino, and they had everybody at the casino yeah, for yeah, their, okay. their company or whatever. And I walked in, and it's all round tables in a huge room, and I just know right away. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be really tough. Like, it's <laughs> going to be a really, really hard room. To open up, I'm opening up. I'm just doing 20 minutes clean, and then the guy that's going after me, he is a illusionist, magician, comedian. So he's got triple threat. He's got the he's got the magic that can uh, (laughs) got that corporation magic. Yeah, and I I never met him before. Didn't know what to expect. He met me. He was like, I looked you up on social media, and I couldn't find you. Do you not have social media? (laughs) And then I found out he was he spelled my name K I A, and I was like, oh that yeah. A lot of car stuff floats to the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I should do both. I should have both <laughs> Just buy them both. <laughs> Reach out and see if you can get some sort of cross-promotion deal with the, the car company. Yeah. We found at least um, going to Love the Bomb really cuts off a lot of movie traffic that people were running into with uh, I how don't... I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. I don't know if it's helping or not. <laughs> well, it's easier to, to say. <laughs> Because they're looking for the movie, you're saying? No, and, because they oh. would Google our podcast name and Doctor Strange Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb popped up first. Popped up first. It's yeah. Stanley Kubrick's got a little more pool on <laughs> Wikipedia than us. Only yeah. a little. Like it's it's so close. We're the closest second. Oh, he's but... an auteur. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest change you've noticed in the comedy eco space post COVID world? Mm-hmm. Our audience is different to you. Do the rooms I don't think feel it has different? anything to do with COVID, but I think that audiences are talking back more, and because they're looking for like interaction, and I think that has to do with people posting uh, videos online and stuff. I I see oh, that as a change. Destroying hecklers, or yeah, just yeah, dealing yeah. with hecklers, doing crowd work, anything like that. Because basically, yeah. what what it is is I think, uh, and there's also this. Uh, there's a lot more specialist accessibility, so anybody can kind of have a special, and you can make fun of that ah, or say I that it's like a, a bad thing or a good thing. But I think that there is, it's good to have special accessibility, and this is just like album. Like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, it would have been your album. You're you're right, going right. to make your first CD that you're going to give to people. Now people aren't really doing albums as much or cds in general or they'll do digital or something when i did mine i want i still i hadn't done one at all so i wanted to have a physical copy album sort of thing yeah even if it was vinyl or but cd was what i thought i was like i'm no i'm not gonna and after getting them i've got like 
I've got so many that I literally need to just give them out to people so I don't okay. have boxes <laughs> of like 200 there yeah. forever. But I had to get a certain amount too. And I've made... I made money off of them. It's it's all just giveaway now. So yeah. or, or bonus if people buy it. But I don't yeah. even people do I mean, like to hold something though. Yeah, and they yeah. like to purchase something after a show rather than like doing a digital download. What they can do, or they can just go. I can just tell them go on iTunes, look up my name, and buy right. the album. Right, still comes to me. So that's good. I wouldn't but, trust them to do it unless they did it in front of you, though. <laughs> they really, they really don't. Do that. <laughs> They really will not. It is much easier to take the money from them or to get the cash app notification <laughs> as you hand them the CD. Oh, but I, I try to give it away. I try to give away my actual physical CD now a little bit more. But uh, but no, what I was saying, the change with specials, that I think that, um, I think it's good. I think it's good to have that, and no matter what level it is at, or, it's always going to matter. Like where you shoot it, the venue, like yeah, the yeah. audience there. You yeah. can't just re. You sometimes like people have done specials to like do the don't tell theme or wherever where you just go to a random venue and then you pop up do a pop up show there. I think um, having the mix of a comedy having a comedy club where you you're obviously promoting your show bringing in your people the people that right. would come to that pop up venue and then also some maybe some people from the comedy club that don't know who you are just showed up yeah. that night so it's good to have that sort of mix I think. Um, for the for them, but I think uh, I think it's good for everybody, and it's just more exposure, and it's people putting their their material out. So the difference between that and then putting something out like every day, like on reels, I think people are focusing more on putting out and and putting out content consistently, and in like and where it's it almost feels like it's unsustainable to come up with that much material or mm -hmm. come up with that. So that's why they're You see more people talking about to the crowd or something weird yeah. happened at a show and I'll post that or, or have like a jump cut thing where you're not really telling the jokes. It's just reactions from the crowd or something. Those things are, they're good. They're all good too. But I think that they, the, it's just hard to, it's not this, it's not the way that, um, of like getting that material ready going to different venues, doing that set, get that joke, working this joke, you know, uh, like trying to introduce material in that way to get ready for an end point, which would be some sort of yeah, special like album, album a year. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be a year or whatever. Like it's when, it's when it's ready or it's when you're ready hmm. with the next one. I think with mine, I did a, I did a special with 4 by 3 like a year, two years after I had done my album and i don't think i had come up with enough material to be like to have like an actual full special that's different from that right you know what i mean yeah. so so it's not it's like there is some there's some crossover which is fine too because it's just going to be in a different format in a different place yeah. the album what i was making the album to try and get um some rotations on sirius xm which happened and was nice. was good and uh and stuff like that you want to get jokes out there so they kind of when they're yeah when they're on something then they can they can live on when you die. No, <laughs> hopefully I'll be dead All soon. All about the legacy. I mean, I crashed my car on the way home. From the sugar. <laughs> Where's your focus now? Like, are you are you actively planning a special, or are you trying to get up on social media more? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, I could say I'm I'm working on material. I'm trying to just introduce some more new material, taking like small steps like that and not really looking at a big picture. Like I got to have a special or a date and a moment like that. If something comes together, um, it, 
it sometimes happens at the last minute, so you never know, which is kind of how the last one came through. And it it hasn't even been released yet, so it's not out. It's not. It's not out yet. I sh- this should be me promoting my four by three special. <laughs> I didn't know exactly. you had a four by three until you just said it. And I was yeah. just like, oh, okay. No. I'm gonna pretend like that. Hey, you're four by three. They're gonna hear this and be like, oh, shoot, we got Gabe stuff. Yeah, we filmed. Was them. that what came in the mail? We gotta <laughs> go. We gotta go finish that. <laughs> Someone sent us a VHS. Yeah, yeah. We were afraid to watch it. We thought it would kill us from the sugar. Man, there was... So there were two shows that night. We we, we taped Saturday night at Go Bananas, and I had done the whole week. And um, the first show, there was this this girl, this girl, woman in the front... Uh, there was this lady in the front row. Her name was Juicy. And she... Uh, Alex Schubert was a feature, and she showed Schubert her breasts when she was i think she accidentally showed her full <laughs> breasts because she was trying to show a tattoo and schubert was like oh my gosh i just saw boob like <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the first time that was very yeah. good schubert that was yeah i think that was a character from the simpsons or something, but, uh but that's schubert that's what schubert is just kidding he's very yellow he's a that was a that was a simpsonized schubert impression <laughs> right. i'll just say that no but uh very lively she made the crowd like the crowd a lot and she, she's like after everything she's like you know that's right and i'm just like <laughs> i'm like of all nights for this to happen for this to happen it's gonna happen on when we're filming Holy and i think shit. it was uh and then i thought i thought well that's fun we got through it you know i kind of didn't try to focus on her too much but like get let her get it enjoy the show obviously no one's getting kicked out i right. want to get every yeah and then I went back and I talked to the guys that were filming. I was like, hey, do you think that went all right? And they're like, oh, thank goodness there's a second show. Huh? And I oh was like, God. right away, I was like, oh, was it that oh, Okay, bad? well, that's all right. But I, it just felt like it, uh, it was, it just took, the show was distracted. Oh, okay. Is what, is what they were trying to say. And then the second one, I was like, man, that wasn't as good. We need Juicy back. <laughs> she really, she really juicy juiced up the room. Fun. She juiced it up. There she did. Go. She, it was literally like she was just having a great time and enjoying herself so much. It's like a weird thing at a comedy club when literally someone is like laughing too much or like <laughs> just laughing the wrong way and like, like it's, but it can make it funny. The, Comedian usually comments on it or makes right. you know like oh there's there's the snorter again or something yep. you know. Making... I do want that B roll of Alex Schubert seeing his first boob. That's yeah, cool. I, right? it's, yeah. I I I think I have it. I think I have it at home. <laughs> honestly, this is my phone wallpaper. It's <laughs> yeah, I've <laughs> just Schubert mouth agape. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I think I have that whole show from start to finish. So yeah, I should I should look at that. I should look into that. Yeah. Do the the Schubert file. So not necessarily thinking about another special while this one's still like. <laughs> yeah, this one's not even out yet. Yeah. So, but also the material wasn't. It just didn't feel like it was that far removed from the last. And then it's also oh, there's so much COVID material that material that I think I did in the special, but I what I don't do now, and people are not like they don't want to hear about the vaccine anymore yeah. at all. Like that, like one way or the other, like whether you're, pre- they're just like, they've been, everybody's talked about. It. And these are people that I just assume are people that go out and listen to comedy. And it's kind of like when you hear a subject get beat to death on social media, and then you go out to an open mic and you're like, really, you're yeah. going to talk about that, that everybody's been freaking talking about. Uh, 
and then it and then it trickles down because someone's like, oh, well, that that was a terrible take. I could do better. <laughs> yeah. And then it overtakes the entire mic and it turns into three hours of someone getting slapped at the Oscars. It's like I didn't want to listen to this. I didn't yeah. want to listen to this. I'd song. rather get slapped at the Oscars. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hit in the face by that that's yeah that's that's the big there's the big one <laughs> everybody that everybody's just tired about they're jaded about hearing about it i think i feel like was that was pun it, intended yeah. uh no it was just like schubert seeing a boob that was great i don't have to see the footage now i saw it live a boob you were very disappointed in <laughs> oh man I like that when it's unintended. I like that yeah. way better because <laughs> oh, fuck. then I don't look like as much of a douche. <laughs> I thought you were oh. a great actor for a second. Yeah, no, I really was, was like, no what reaction? Part? Just drop this down here and <laughs> just not part? address it. <laughs> so you've checked a lot of boxes that like most of the people that have been on this show are still on their list. So mm -hmm. what are some goals that you still have in comedy? Like, what do you still want to accomplish? Headline more. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> like, just do it more, man. No, like, yeah, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to, when you go, when you get to a certain point too, and you're like, well, I'm not, I don't want to do this anymore. And you just, people are like, okay, well, you're not going to do that. We don't, it doesn't mean that you have to do this, you know, right. that, like just because, so I, I think that is um, that is very important, and then you don't know what where that bump can come from too. It's like I feel like I'm I've been doing comedy so long, and I've prepared for something like that. Like I have like, but I I just also have to uh, have to keep writing and keep focusing on doing and doing more new stuff and pumping out new stuff and working on that and that all starts at the base level with open mics which i've like not been able to go to open mics as much recently because of family and work and just other stuff yeah. i don't have the time and the and then i go to a few and i'm like oh, do i even do i want to do this like no. yeah, i know that feeling do you know want to feeling. it's you know it's not going to be like gratifying right away when it's especially when it's and that's why i'm not going up there to like just do this do my best stuff and like crush it no i'm right. trying to go and find new things and and try and tinker with this you know this joke or that joke but then sometimes you'll just do a joke. you're like okay nothing's really working then i'm like okay now i'm going to try a joke that i know works and then you do that and that doesn't work and you're like okay it's me i'm i, I guess i just suck i i do, didn't these people do not like me something. tonight <laughs> which is good it's it's also good to be in that spot too and to like to be uh, to get humbled sometimes like with yeah. a bad set and and to know that it's like well i could that could have not been a bad set but i also would have just been not been trying or not been doing what i came out to do and that right. is do the work and right. put in the put in the stuff that you don't really know I if do. it's funny or not yeah you're there to get the reaction yeah. i do know? forget that most of the time when i write something that actually works before that was one of the times I went to an open mic and went home very sad. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I've got to write out something actually. <laughs> Nothing will make you write like bombing really hard. Yeah. Mm. Like, Oh no, I had to, everything has to be from scratch. I want now. my friends to make eye contact with me. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to tell me good set without looking me in the eyes again. 
I love it when people tell me good set, and in my brain, I'm just like, I bombed so hard. What are you talking right. about? And then and they mean it. They're just like, oh, that was really funny. I'm like, no. Uh, <laughs> and then you're like, well, maybe I didn't do that bad. And then you go and watch the video, and you're like, oh, yeah, that was exactly what it felt like. He's a fucking liar. That's why. <laughs> No, they're also just, uh, they want you to feel better because they can, I, I, you can tell with me, you like, look at me when I get off stage and I don't enjoy it nope. or I didn't like, I'm, I'm like thinking about that, you know, and then I'm also like, all right, let's go, let's get out of here. So I don't have to not leave the place right away, but like go find a spot to like, just like decompress and be like, okay, all right. And back. <laughs> it's not as bad as you think. Yeah. You got to find that corner and put your face back on. Yeah. That place that I just did, the it was the very difficult, and I felt like I got off stage. I was like, I did. Oh, that was. I made it through. I did twenty minutes. I didn't do anything dirty. I didn't. And they, I got some. They were like applause, but it was like weird applause where it was like the joke's done, everybody's laughed, and then one guy starts clapping, and everybody's like, "Yeah, that was pretty good." And then yeah. I'm like, "You know what?" On second thought, <laughs> yeah. But I also was real. I as much as play? I. <laughs> wanted to make fun of it like to be like all right that was a little late on the applause or just like call attention to how weird it was i remember not and just letting it letting it sit there and then getting off and then people were like really like that was really really good and i'm like that is not what it felt like up there <laughs> it did not feel like it went really really well but i stuck in my i stayed in the pocket i you know i did the jokes i took my time i didn't rush everything i uh i did what i set out to do what i wrote down to do which i knew would be best for that type of audience because it is like a corporate event is like it's it's got to be like it's hard to like they can say clean and i'm like so is me talking about how much i smoke pot clean like exactly that yeah. is not yeah. very clean but I, I i can get away with it with just like a little here a little there and then at the end i'm like ah, i was high the whole time no. <laughs> <laughs> But I, uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's something that like there's no real book to explain to you like what's dirty, what's not dirty, you know, what's clean, exactly. what's not clean. And every every venue, every if they say this is like a company or something, everybody has different ideas about exactly. that. Yeah. Did they send you any guidelines or did they just say 20 minutes clean? They said 20 minutes clean and they said there's some they were like gave me some some pointers to tell me like what kind of demographic mm. we're dealing these with these are the like, folks in the these room these are the folks yeah. in the room they're they're a little bit like this and and um but then one guy from after the show he was like you guys were clean why you why were you so clean and I was like well they ask us to be clean sometimes and uh, this is one of those times I'm fine with being clean. And he was like, that's BS, man. I'm like, where's Paul? Let them be dirty. It was like, the show's over, man. And he's like, we got to change our policy. 20 you more know, minutes. What? These guys would have been so much better. They just let it rip. You know, like I'm calling this, HR. This guy literally was, was mad about that that's afterwards. So wild. That magician could have said dick. <laughs> oh, man, it would have been so much more funny. <laughs> <gasps> that's wild man yeah that was that's something that really happened and uh it is wild it's wild to think like that but it's also like i understand what he's saying and then i'm just like oh he also wanna... doesn't know what he's asking for yeah i'm like you like... want to hear a joke no <laughs> imagine if it was like imagine if i was the comedian that instead of like well, i don't wait for them to ask me do you want tell me a, tell me a dirty one then i'm like you want to hear a dirty joke huh? you want to hear some of my dirty stuff <laughs> <laughs> While I have you here, <laughs> what are some of the weirdest restrictions you've ever gotten for a corporate gig? Um, 
I could say like it's usually something about uh, like attire or um or like oh clothes sorry clothes yeah like my what brain's you're still wearing in cars. or chrome plated <laughs> or drink like drink like you can't drink while you're on stage or you can't drink at all at the like I guess it's like somebody's messed up and gotten really drunk at one of those some right. some of those places. It's understandable though. I see that and I'm like, oh well, yeah, someone someone messed that up. I was like, I wonder who it was. I was like, who was it? Tell me who the comic was. Um, but not really. I mean, nothing's coming to mind other than you. You just get asked, and it's honestly because probably the magician isn't very dirty, you know, and uh, he doesn't yeah. want someone going before him that oh, is super and, dirty. Yeah. And he's not going to say that though. He's going to be like, Oh man, I don't know why he'd be like, they're not cool or whatever. And then he leaves. Right. He's like, no, you need to be clean. <laughs> like, but they, there's certain things too. Like so smart. This guy was like, can you bring the, the house lights down like 50%? And I, it was like right before the show started, they went out there, they took the house lights down and that really, really helped the show. And I didn't, I would have never even thought, and I would have thought, right. man, that's a little, that's a little bit, that's asking for a little bit too much. But literally this guy was like, no, we want to do whatever, whatever you guys need to make the show work, you know? And I think in a, don't be afraid to pull that mic back. Pull it, yeah. pull it back after bumping it five yeah. times. I'm like, it just keeps scooting farther. As the like, lights get dim, I the mic goes further. <laughs> but oh, I did one, uh, another corporate that was, it had kids in the event. Oh, my. And that made it, they said there were going to be kids around, but they said, don't really worry about it. You know, don't yeah, worry too much. Do. But yeah. Every, and then did I you was like, redo your set with like kid friendly material or I honestly had these kids coming up on stage and telling jokes. And I was like holding the mic for them because um, right pivot. I like it that. was, it was like, I needed to have some sort of pivot and uh, child labor is always a good pivot. <laughs> and there's also, I was at this thing. We, it was up in, sandusky ohio and it was at like the great wolf lodge yeah. or whatever and okay um and i brought my wife and my daughter with me and they were going to come and abby was in the room we had like free dinner from the event it's round tables there's axe throwing bouncy houses in the back going on during the show but they're gonna like they're like we're gonna stop the axe throwing yeah, during we'll your show this down. Uh, I, which i was like oh thank you that is uh i don't want to have can you dim the lights a little bit uh, I, I did not i didn't do anything i was just like i don't know I, I didn't think that i should have like be bother them i just got to go up and do my part yeah and i had to do like 30 minutes and it was really tough i did not do that well but abby knew before the show even started she was like we're leaving uh, i'm not gonna let i'm not gonna let your daughter witness you bomb that hard so she took she like took her That's out funny. like safe safety and it was i went up in the hotel room afterwards i was like that was the best decision you ever made. that, that was, yeah, would have been horrible <laughs> but it's hard those those places are hard and people um, the people that are trying to book it are just looking for something that'll like, for instance, the going before a magician, they just need someone to bring the crowd up a little bit because, yeah. you know, and like I've done, I did a corporate that was for, uh, the St. Louis blues organization. And they had this really, they basically told me they're like, well, we do an auction. And before last, uh, last time we had this, uh, it was like, uh, it was a, it was a video and it had clips of like all the people that were the money for the auctions going and it really bummed everybody out. So we want to do a stand-up comedian and then we'll do the auction. 
and then I found out like, oh wow, that's a really tough spot too. Like, yeah. That, I didn't follow that video. Thank goodness. That would have been oh, fun. Wow. <laughs> Maybe that would be. That would be the best bomb story. You're following like some like dogs dogs getting g- getting put down in a shelter. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. What's the line you got to come up with too? Yeah. What is? How Pivot do you that. dig out of that hole? Are there any corporate gigs you've said no to? You're just like, no, I will not. There's not enough money in the world. Or gigs in general that you're just like, no, thank you. Definitely. Definitely is things that I, I'm like, that is not my, uh, that's not. And I won't, I honestly won't say not, that's not my thing. I don't think I do well there. I'd just be like, I can't. I'm already booked or something. I'll just like say it's something like that yeah. when I'm like, don't want to do it. But um, <laughs> not because it's not because there's no money i was like if there's money in it i was like i'll I'll go up there and bomb for 45 minutes if there's money involved but there's yeah there's situations where i'm not i'm not what you're looking for i'm not i'm not going to give you what you want and um i i i'm not really yeah i'm i i just wouldn't put myself in that position i think rather than showing up but sometimes these are the ones where you say yes and you show up and you're like oh boy all right yeah (laughs) but but it's relatable it's understandable you just don't want i i don't think you uh as a comic too you don't want comedy to look bad by bringing it outside of the club atmosphere or whatever and then just like yeah just doing a poor job i don't think that's good representation of uh of yourself also because then they'll be like oh is that that horrible comedian we saw right you know? yeah, like yeah. they i remember that guy from when he was horrible <laughs> but the, a lot of the outdoor stuff that we do here in town from everything from brouhaha to i know uh we, every year we used to do the it was the oh, when everybody goes down and eats on memorial day it's like since he I forget what it's called, but it was like, uh, uh, yeah, Taste of Cincinnati. Taste of Cincinnati. They used to have a comic stage every year, but they kind of that petered out too. Maybe it was, maybe it was because we were all doing poorly, (laughs) (laughs) and they're like, no, we don't need people saying that sort of stuff (laughs) up there. I can imagine the kind of crap that gets like blasted in broad daylight at Brouhaha. Yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that while people are also trying to eat and drinking less. Yeah, and not really yeah. there for the comedy, just passing by and being like, "Oh, comedy here!" Ha ha is in yeah. the name of brew. Ha ha! Like, there's yeah. no comedy in the taste of Cincinnati. <laughs> they didn't want that taste of Cincinnati. Yeah, it's not nibbles can... and chuckles of Cincinnati. It's a different yeah. festival. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is. But it's. I think those are good. It's good as 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 any comic to like do those things because they're hard. They're they they're difficult. Being outside, trying yeah. to make people laugh outside. Then we. We start doing shows all the, all the time outside for a little bit, and that's good to get away from that because they're not good. You can't hear the laughs. Just like that that event that I'm talking about, it's not the it's where it was. It was in a big ballroom. It's huge. Oh, no. so yeah. You can't hear anybody when they're laughing. So when you do, you can kind of see. Like luckily the lights weren't totally down, so you can see people are like, oh, they're here, they're engaged, they're yeah. watching, they're smiling a bunch at these mm-hmm. jokes, you know. But you can't hear the There's laughs that you normally. Out there. Yeah. yeah, I the... can see teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, Gabe, do you have any words of wisdom for our audience? Most <laughs> of this has already been that. I feel like been stop, words of wisdom. Stop, uh, stop intaking sugar. Stop putting it in your car. Yeah, uh, there's been a lot all of all the people putting sugar in your car. Just stop it. That's Please. why you bought five cars this year. 
But yeah, that's usually how we like to wind down the episodes with a nice nugget of wisdom from our guest. And it doesn't have to be serious. It also doesn't have to be wise. It doesn't have to be wisdom at all. (laughs) But uh, no, I I remember this older comic said to me one time, he was like, don't do it. Don't do stand-up comedy. And I was like, what? You're hilarious. I love watching. You're funny every time you're on stage. You're amazing. He's like, yeah, you're throwing away your life for this (laughs) stupid thing. And I was like, but I respect you so much. And I I still... uh, I still do respect what that guy said because I was like, he's stupid. And then now years later, I'm like, maybe that's what I should tell people. <laughs> but no, it's, it's a, it's a very gratifying way to live. Like you get, get a lot of positive feedback when you, you know, you do well at shows and, and having people come up to you, even when, even after, especially after you do what you think is bad or I did bad. And yeah. someone's like, that was really good. My, I love that. My sister loves this or she, some relatable story from what you said or something. Those, those things. <laughs> My mammy died from a barrel too. <laughs> those far outweigh the negatives, which the negatives can be like what Soul I crushing. Well, yeah, well they can, I like, finding out feedback from the audience that especially when they're not comics and they're and they don't know that I'm a comic or that I'm t- or that they're even telling me what they're t- like I, I, this might not make sense but what I'm saying is like that basically someone's um trying to help you out and not and I had one lady come up to me after a show in Wichita recently and she said hey I just want you to know that I think you're very funny and you're great and I liked your comedy, but that joke about the dog shooting, I don't think anybody laughed because we all know that person and they he's like a well known artist here in town. He was a musician. Holy and you didn't shit. You just kind of made a joke about it. You didn't acknowledge that this guy actually got killed by his dog shooting him with a gun. And I was I did I I literally was making a joke about it. it did not pay anything to be like it's a tragedy that it happened. Even a, a small little line like that, just a nod, would have oh. been like. And I did that next show. I told someone. I told the other comedian. I was like, this person came up to me. They were so nice because they complimented me right away. First of all, I was <laughs> like, if you're gonna come up and tell a comedian not to say something, be like, first of all, you're, you're very funny. You're the best. I loved everything you, <laughs> you did. You were my favorite. <laughs> Please c- come do it again. But very but. complimentary. But then also like clued me in to like this joke that i was saying that was and the joke was basically like the only thing that can stop a bad dog with a gun is a good dog with a gun right and we need more dogs with guns i know you guys want to stop at the teachers but we need dogs with guns too and that that was the joke and that's what i was going for and um i didn't i i used him as a setup and it was literally a national story that happened the week before. So it was too soon, too close. And I was going right to the epicenter and thinking I could be like, I'll talk about this because it's about here. Oh, so you knew before. Oh, I knew knew it was going to be sensitive, but I didn't say it correctly. And then the next show, I still did it. And I did it throughout the rest of the week and I fixed it. So it was more empathy to him. I actually went on probably a little bit too much about this guy. You know, he, I'm selling his music afterwards. Too. <laughs> Going to be keeping all the profits. But. If you buy one of his albums, you'll get one of mine for free. <laughs> but I guess my good advice would be: um, don't always just dismiss audience feedback, like as like, man, that stupid 
piece of crap person that didn't get me that had something negative that actually came up to me and said it to my face that's like a great way to do it the worst way to do it is to go back home on the internet and like write something about someone you know if someone's coming up to you Right. right afterwards telling you giving you feedback about that's what we were that's what we're doing this for that's why we're doing it live so so i guess like even when it's even when it is bad or hard to t- like it, that one wasn't really bad. And the reason mm. why was obvious because she, she, she said something nice to start out with. So <laughs> that's all that's, that's true about that. But, um, but I think that, yeah, we can often be super dismissive about anybody's opinion. I had a joke about Alzheimer's at one time and someone came up to me and told me, they're like, you can never joke about Alzheimer's. And they like, just let, la- that's all they said to me. And they were like that. And the manager was like, the manager of the club's like, don't listen to him. You can joke about anything, but obviously he's been affected by Alzheimer's. So <laughs> you're going to have some, you will right. have some negative feedback, you know, negative if you're going to try and make jokes about, but that, yeah, like you can make fun of anything, but everything we say has consequences too. And I'd yeah. say like, be, be outside, be there at the show, talk, look, make eye contact with the people that are leaving and be like, did I sexualize my daughter for laughs? No, <laughs> no but those that's are like odd left turn. Yeah, no, that's what it's good those, advice though. It's good advice. Good to advice. Do, that. <laughs> do that. And they will laugh. No, I don't want to do that. And I've done it on stage, usually open mic or something where I'm like trying something out. And then I'm like, I say it and I'm like, that crossed a line that I don't want to. I'm like, can we erase this from the, from the world? Like, (laughs) and I just see territory. Yeah. So I, that's, uh, that's a little self reflection at the end of my little, I've got a moral story for everybody. No, we all have to be cautious. I like that a lot. I like actual good advice that most comics will not say. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we've had very many comics be like, actually listen to the audience. Yeah. In spite of it being the whole thing. I mean, the got- whole thing is that it's the audience's fault. They couldn't have put us in this podcast. Those audience members are the reason. It is funny, though. Those are the people that are, like, buying the tickets to go back to the show. And yeah. comedy is comedy is booming all over the place. You look at all yeah. these people that have, like, selling out theaters yeah. and stadiums. There were only, when I started doing comedy, it was, like, Dane Cook, Carlos yeah. Mencia, Jerry Seinfeld. There were very few. You could like count them on one hand. The people that could sell out big venues. Yeah. Like, I don't. You and can't, original material. I shouldn't even say. Less. I yeah. shouldn't. <laughs> I shouldn't say less. that. There were way more than that back then. I'm like all these names are racing into my head of people that draw a big amount. But it seems like right now there is a boom in comedy, and yeah. there's a lot of people that I've known for years, and I've watched them when they're at clubs, and now they're at theaters. Yeah. You know, like so yeah. you see trajectory of people. People love comedy. People love stand-up comedy. They want more stand-up comedy. You know, it's not like uh, the people that hate stand-up comedy are the people that run open mics. <laughs> <laughs> True words <laughs> never spoken. <laughs> they hate it. They're like, let's make fun of the genre. <laughs> Three hours <laughs> to watch us all be depressed around. Yeah, I'll stick around. Hey!